popping the lid on all things real estate with Tina Miller Light and Sherry Ann Houser Bush. Your place to pop in and learn all about the home buying and selling process in a fun and lighthearted manner. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everyone. It's Sherry Ann Houser Bush and Tina Miller Light. Are you guys thirsty for some knowledge today? Because we're going to be dropping some. That's right. We've got a wealth of knowledge for you. What's our topic today, Tina? Our topic today is we're going to be discussing millennials and why the per- is the perfect time right now for them to consider investing in real estate. You know what? Millennials love a good joke. Okay, go for it. Is this age appropriate for millennials? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Where do bees go on vacation? Bees go on vacation. It has something to do with a hive. I have a feeling the answer involves a hive. Nope. Okay, what is it? Stingapore. Oh my god. That's a good one. <laughs> Who goes to Stingapore? Stingapore. Bees. <laughs> bees, wasps. Well, and you know what? Um, that brings us to when were millennials born? Like what is the the years that millennials are considered if you're a millennial you were born between the early 80s and the late 90s right yes and so name one thing you can think of that happened during that time jelly shoes oh yes was that no because I'm, no. I'm a gen x and we had jelly shoes we had swatch watches yeah but but we had that in the 80s right those came out in the 80s backstreet boys yes also, I believe the internet, the internet was developed during that time. Nice. Yeah, so that explains why millennials are so knowledgeable and with internet, the internet, and they're really savvy when it comes to being on the internet, websites, apps, things like that, right? Technology. So, so Tina did her research. You know what else I found out today is really, really upsetting to me because I loved this oh, person. I know what you're going to say. And she was popular during that time. Tina Turner passed away. That's terrible. I know. She was one of my favorites. And I was just telling Shane today, I'm like, uh, I always, if it was there was one person I always wanted to try and see in concert, it was her. But I never did. I got devastating news today, too. What? My favorite radio host from the morning show back in Nashville, the Woody and Jim show, they got canceled. And I'm starting a movement hashtag bring Woody and Jim back because I'm not happy because to this day I still listen to them on the internet because they were that great. And I'm like, Tina Turner and Woody and Jim, uh, Woody and Jim aren't dead. They canceled their show and I'm not happy today. Okay, well... I know, it's very not important and does not care, but I just really found this out before you walked in the door, and I'm oh all, my gosh. no, bad news all around today. Wow. But it's good news for millennials that are yes. home shopping. Yes, that's right. So let's get into our topic. Why is it a good time for millennials to purchase real estate? Well, first of all, real estate's the best hedge against inflation because you're going to pay less for your home over time compared to the increasing cost of rent. And so that's going to keep more money in your wallet over time to pay for other things. Yeah, I mean, especially considering right now, we've seen where rent has gone, right? Crazy. Phenomenally high, mm-hmm. over, especially over the last year. It's definitely a renter's, or I should say an investor's market. 
racking in all the coin on the rent that they're get, receiving. Yeah, you're right. And your um, home ownership is wealth building, so you're building your equity. So the younger you start, the better off you're going to be yeah, down I, the road. I think one time you told me you purchased your first home at what age? 24? 24. Wow, that is young. It was young. We were babies, but we started off off young and we took the equity from that house and then we turned around and used that to purchase a, a another house and then our last house was significantly significantly higher in purchase price than our original house of course it's much bigger had a pool it was a dream house well that's kind of what you want right you want to buy up as yeah. you yeah. as you move along yeah and so we wouldn't have been able to accomplish that dream had we not started young. I know. And it's funny because I did, um, recently, a few years back, I helped a young couple purchase their first home, and they were in their early 20s, early to mid-20s. And I thought, wow, good for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, good for you guys for, you know, making this a priority and seeing that it is important to get going as early as you can with buying your first home. So... um, it is, you know, a and they great... were in their 20s. Yeah. If they decide to keep that house and just pay off the mortgage, then they're going to be sitting pretty by the time they're in their 40s. Yes. Yes. And then sell, pay cash for something. And That's I think great. they yeah, bought during when rates were really low. So yes. even double whammy. So listen up, millennials. Buy now. That's you'll right. And you'll be in good shape down the road. So I think as far as where we are with uh, current market conditions, yes, we're seeing, you know, rates are on the higher end for sure than they were last year. That's, you know, a no-brainer. But we're also seeing um, a shorter inventory, so a smaller inventory of homes. I heard yesterday, I think the number was 430 homes on the market. I overheard someone say. And our average here is, what's a good, is it like in the 600s? I mean, that's still low, but. Our average homes, like our average inventory? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. But that is pretty low. Yeah. Especially because we're just coming out of spring into summer, and this is supposed to be our busiest time. But I do know that we're, more and more homes are coming up on the market. But where I was going with this is, there's less competition out there. You, there's more opportunity for buyers to negotiate with sellers on the homes that they want. So that would be another good reason to buy now. Yeah, possibly get some closing costs covered by the seller. Yes. That just, can add up to a, a pretty penny. Yeah, I just closed one, or getting ready to close one, where they asked for a significant amount of closing costs uh, to be paid. It. Yes, they got it. So it's yeah negotiating. That's right. It's all in the negotiations. That's where good realtors come in. Yes. And you know it's it's not a bad deal when your investment, your property, always seems to be increasing in value, which increases your um, appreciation Mm -hmm. on the property. And you were talking about that earlier when you were talking about the hedge. Right. I I. Went online and did an online calculator because thinking about how the best way to explain why you should buy now is and not wait 
for prices to drop. First of all, I don't think prices are going to drop that significantly. And in fact, in sales meeting this morning, the guy was saying the same thing. I mean, as long as we've got inventory low, the prices are going to remain high. So if you take a purchase price of $350,000 and you go back historically, and I went every May because that's the month that we're currently in. I went back to May of 2021 where the interest rates were very low and everybody was out buying and it shot the prices sky high. So the interest rate was 2.75. That's crazy low. Very, very, very low. On a $350,000 house in 2021, the mortgage payment was $1,429. May 2022, the interest rate went up to 4.875. That made the payment $1,852 on the same purchase price. So it increased about 400 and something dollars. Right. Now bring us currently, we're at 6.875. The payment would be $2,299. So you can see a big difference there between 21, 23. Using the same price, $350,000, we're not even increasing the purchase price. We're staying level at 350. Now if I follow, I noticed when I was doing this, I'm like, hey, this two, four, six, we're following kind of like a two, four, six, eight, who do we appreciate kind of a deal and interest rates the way that they're trajectory. I don't know that the interest rates are going to hit 8.875%. They were teetering on the edge of 7 this morning. But we're going to assume that it does just follow the trajectory. If you dropped the price, so you're waiting, like I'm not going to buy now, I'm going to wait for the price to drop. Okay, let's put in the mortgage calculator, 300,000. So we've dropped the price from 350 to 300,000. That's if our home price values drop. Right. Same home. Because you're waiting. Same home that we... Would have paid three fifty, and now it's dropped to three hundred. You're saying right? Okay. But our interest rate, following the trajectory, has gone up. That payment now would be twenty three hundred eighty seven dollars. Wow. So waiting for it to wait didn't really help you at all. No. You're still paying more in your mortgage. So if you add that up over time, which I have not done, but you can see, it's not the house that's costing you so much money. It's the cost of the money that's costing so much money. Not only that, but you don't have as much, the value hasn't appreciated, it's actually dropped. Right. And the more the interest rate goes up, it, it's shrinking your purchasing power. So you're going to qualify for less. Yeah. So another reason why it's the good time right now for millennials to buy. Yep. And if you can afford to buy, you guys hear me say this all the time, the best time to purchase a home is when you can afford to. Yes. And I just want to point out that it's a lot easier to purchase a home than people think, especially millennials. You need to know, um, I know that millennials get a lot of advice from their parents and kind of the older generation where they were putting down significant amounts of money. It's not, you don't need 20% down to get into a home. You can get into a home for as little as zero down if you're a veteran or if you're doing a USDA loan. And then there are, if, HA loans at 3%. There's conventional 3% down, conventional 5% down. There's down payment assistance programs. So if you're a millennial sitting out there thinking, geez, I just can't afford it, reach out to a lender and find out what your options are. I think you'll find that it's a lot easier than you think. Yes, and lenders have all of that information. They know the latest, greatest, and 
they're the best source that you can connect with as far as uh, seeing what you qualify for and what your payments would be and what yeah what you can pre get pre-approved at and what your payments would be mm -hmm. new programs coming out all the time too yeah I just heard about one earlier this week that just hit on down payment assistance mm -hmm. so that is correct so let's see Millennials also you know they are out there advancing their careers they're starting to have families right now. You know, they're probably at a point in their life where um, they're in the middle of, you know, family life. So they want to settle down. They want to probably start thinking about making a more permanent move into something. They want to move out of their parents' basement. Yes, and they want to stop renting, throwing away all their rent money, giving that to their landlord instead, investing it into their own future. I can't imagine I think about my son young he's 29 paying rent making I think he's making like well I won't say how much he's making because he'll kill me but he's doing all right but what he gets paid versus what he's paying in rent versus health insurance and all the things I worry about these kids mm -hmm. like how and he does he feels overwhelmed He's in the same boat. Like, how do I afford to, you know, to save up for this? And Especially so as inflation happens. And yes, it's just so hard on these on these kids. They also, you know, millennials also have an enormous amount of um, opportunity when it comes to technology, and so they're out there doing most of their research before they even talk to a realtor. And I know this for a fact because I've had clients come to me and they're like, oh, yep, this is exactly the house I want to look at. And I've done my research and it makes things really easy for us because they do have access to um, online, you know, real estate tools and um, looking at properties online. And, you know, they, they know how to do all that. They're very tech savvy. Yeah, I love when I put people on a portal. And so for people that don't know what a portal is, when we go into MLS and we do a search based on the criteria that the buyer's given us and, and they'll just email them all the properties that come available. And half the time my clients don't even use the portals because they have so much at their fingertips that they can use. They're on Zillow, they've got apps, Redfin, Realtor.com. I mean, they're just out there looking and they're finding these properties on their own. And it's kind of, I think it's fun for them to be online and kind of yeah. doing their own searching. But it's great. They have so many opportunities. And they utilize them, you know, more so than any other generation. They also have, you know, a lot of them are starting to develop their investment portfolios. So interestingly enough, we just had this morning at one of our sales meetings, we had a uh, investment, what would you call his title? Do you remember? He was an investment advisor or? He's a financial planner. Oh, yeah, financial planner. So he came in and was, you know, his his forte is uh, stocks and bonds. And so we were also talking about real estate and what a great investment real estate is to add to your portfolio that you might have um, if you already have existing stocks and bonds. And so a lot of our millennials, you know, are starting to move into that direction and so real estate would be an ideal investment to add 
to whatever existing portfolio they already have, or maybe that will be their first investment opportunity. Yeah, so they can buy something for a potential rental income. They're going to have some tax advantages there yeah. that you would speak with your your CPA about. And then you obviously have the ability you're going to build your equity over time. That equity is going to be what allows you to step up into a, a, like a bigger house or a different house. Well, not only that, but when you're talking about rentals, look at all the other, look at all the rental opportunities there are out there right now. You've got short-term rentals. You know, let's say that the millennials are, whoever's, if they're purchasing, they've already maybe got a house, but they want to purchase something to invest in. So there's a ton of investment opportunities for them or for anyone right now. But you've got your short-term rentals, so that would be maybe, um, you know, what do they call them, traveling nurses Mm -hmm. or, you know, people that are traveling for work that need just a short-term rental or um, maybe a family or someone that's wanting to sell their home and between the time they sell and they kind of are waiting a little bit to purchase something else, they need a short-term rental. Um, There's also Airbnbs and, you know, lots of different options. The multifamily home which, you know, you, you purchase something that's more of a multi-generational um, setup, maybe a, a duplex or triplex or whatever, and then you possibly move in as the owner to one of the units and you rent out the other, you know? So there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity out there as far as investment properties, if that's the direction you want to go. That traveling nurses is huge. I've sold many where it's it's traveling nurses yeah that are hey we're looking for how the buyers investors buying the listings we're looking for it because there's traveling nurses and they are usually right around the hospitals and so if you're a millennial millennial and you want to buy an investment property go kind of hang some flyers up at the hospital get you some good tenants in there yeah or connect with the hospital somehow to let them know you know, you've got a rental available that you would prefer to have someone in the medical field renting. I'm sure they're always looking for those. Yep. That's what else? else we got? We've got green. Oh, millennials love to be community involvement and rehabbing things, right? Rehabilitating homes. So maybe they're looking to put in green features and energy efficiency items. So that's something that the millennials are really big into right now. I know there's been a lot of um, trainings on that as far as the green features and energy efficiency items. Yeah, like a smart home. So I was talking to my friend who owns a an alarm kind of complete home automation you can nowadays you can have an app and you can control your door locks you can open and shut your garage door from your phone you can control that's say your thermostat mm-hmm. like you can turn on your radios your lights you can control your entire home with like just touch of a button yeah and there's so many mechanisms and tools out there so one property that I manage for a client of mine one of the renters I would say it was probably a millennial 
I'm not quite sure on his exact age, but um, he, by the time he rented the property and then went to move out, he left pretty much all of the devices that he had purchased for the next renter to use, which was very kind of him. But I'm talking, there was something that he, there was something for the garage door opener. There was a device that you could put on the um, front door, the deadbolt. So you re, uh, you replace the exist, no, it was the door handle. You replace this door handle with this big round locking mechanism device and you can control from your phone opening and unlocking and locking the front door. So in his situation, he would get a lot of packages from UPS and FedEx. And I guess he had a comfortable enough relationship with his drivers that he could see them coming to deliver on his ring. And then he would unlock the door for them using this other mechanism on the door. They would slip his packages inside the door and then they would shut the door and he would lock it. I mean, it's insane how all the different features that you can have as far as smart, like you said, smart homes and security and everything. Amazon has a thing where you give them access to the garage door. It's an app and Amazon has it and they pull up in front of your house and scan it and the garage door goes up. They toss your package in, garage door goes down and they're on their way. I mean, it's really amazing kind of the smart home technology. Well, you almost have to you almost have to find ways like that because of the amount of theft that you hear about, you know, especially with the packages and delivering and all that. I have a dumb house. You have a what? A dumb house. My house is dumb. Your house is dumb. <laughs> oh my god, it's an alarm. <laughs> we finally put cameras and everything on our home and I mean it's set up to where even if a car drives by, right, you're it's going off. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I'll be walking around. Maybe I just got home from work or whatever, and I'll be walking up the driveway. And Shane comes over the loudspeaker on the camera. Hey, what are you doing? I mean, it's like, I, I feel like Big Brother's watching me all the time. <laughs> it's kind of, he's got a camera set up in the kitchen, too. It's kind of irritating. So I'm going to have to move that around. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different devices out there. And millennials definitely are a group that take advantage of all those. Yeah, I don't think, if I think about the older generation and my dad, I don't really have the same capacity, or maybe not capacity is not the same word, but they're, they're just not as fluent in this stuff. They kind of tend to struggle a little bit more with the technology. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, because some of them don't even want to, you know, they're like, eh, that's not really my interest is not in that. and here, you do it for me, or, you know, I'll figure out a different way. Mm-hmm. So um, I know one of the more most important things for millennials to keep in mind right now when purchasing a home is that you're building uh, generational wealth and financial freedom. You get that sense of security because you have a home now of your own. You're not going to be, you know, your landlord's not going to show up any day and knock on the door and hand you a vacate notice because they want to sell the property or move into it. The worst. It is. I've had several clients contacting me recently with those types of situations. So you have that sense of security. You're building wealth because you own your home. You're fixed. You When you purchase a house, you're fixing your mortgage. I know I said that with an accent. I heard it. <laughs> you're fixing 
your mortgage payment for the duration of your loan. Whereas when you're renting, you have no control over that rent. It might be this one month and then like when your lease is up, it's something the next. Not to mention the fact all the restrictions that come with renting, like you can't paint and you can't like, just, just certain things that you can't get unless you purchase your own home. And yeah. it's truly yours. Like you said, you have the free, financial freedom and freedom to do what you want to do to your property that you own. And it's appreciating as it sits there. Absolutely, it is. And if you decide to be an investor and, you know, purchase a rental property, that's passive income mm-hmm. that you're, you know, building your wealth with. So, you know, now's the time to take advantage of all those things we talked about and, you know, get into the real estate market if you're not already in it. And if you are already in it, purchase some an investment property. Talk to your, you know, local aid realtor and, you know, they can connect you with lenders, reputable lenders that can assist you in, you know, finding the right loan programs for you if that's what you need. Financial planners as well. I mean, since we had financial planner in the meeting this morning, I mean, it's great to have a financial planner come in and find out, you know, what are your goals? How are you going to get from A to B? And it's not just investing in real estate. You can invest in other things as well because we want to make sure it's your setup for life. Yeah, and we we need to invite him in on one of our podcasts coming up. Yeah, because we want you to have good financial health, and that starts with homeownership. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to set up uh, a podcast for him. No, and he's funny, too. Oh, he's hilarious. You'll enjoy listening to him a lot more than you enjoy listening to us. He's going to be a wealth (laughs) of knowledge if we can get him. He's hilarious, and I think it would be good, um, not just for millennials, but for everybody. Yeah. To hear and get some good advice. Well, what do you think? Are we wasted? <laughs> we are wasted. We're real estate. It's wasted. Wednesday. We're recording this on a Wednesday, so we're Wednesday wasted. Wednesday wasted. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, you guys, thanks for listening. Um, we'll have a great topic for you next week. We're going to be speaking with a local home inspector, um, covering kind of some of those bases with you. So we can't wait to have him in next week. We will see you next Thursday. Peace, love, and real estate.